If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads are showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. What does self-care mean anyway? It means that you care for yourself. I mean, I care for myself every day. I care for myself when I eat and when I go to the bathroom and when I you know, brush my teeth. That's all self-care, right? But what is this this term that everybody throws out there and all of the the cute little quotes and and the the moms that get massages and pamper themselves and call it self-care like what what is this and what should we take from it and how has it changed through different generations and why is it important so that's kind of where we're going in this direction today so self-care in in the kind of definition is really putting yourself first for something that is kind of beyond your basic needs of care, right? So our basic needs are to have shelter and eat and drink and breathe. So self-care is not breathing <laughs> or eating or drinking. Um, self-care is is going above and beyond that. And so this is a big among moms and big among people who are really busy in that station in life where they are taking care of others constantly and then they forget to take care of themselves and so there is this burnout that happens uh, when you're a caregiver and it doesn't always have to be for kids you could be a caregiver of a elderly parent or another loved one or maybe as your profession and when you're caring for so many other people it can be you know it can feel really wrong to step back and take some time to care for yourself because you are thinking of that other person and in their needs and making sure that um, they have their basic needs. And if they don't have their basic needs, then, you know, who are you to go off and get some extra care? And so it is a kind of a deep psychological thing here for a lot of people to step into that phase. And so it can feel selfish. It can feel um, you know, just a lot of bad kind of vibrational energy to take time for yourself, especially for things that cost money or take you away from other responsibilities. And so I want to kind of debunk that a little bit. And uh, there's the saying that I've always loved, you can't pour from an empty cup. And if you take this scenario, this is a very extreme example here, but like if you are the sole caregiver of somebody and whether it's a child or somebody with a, you know, a, a, some sort of a physical um, limitation or um, even a, like more of a, a severe, um, I, I hate the term like disability, but uh, something like that where they're consistently in a wheelchair or things like that, or they can't feed themselves or you go to the bathroom, things like that. So you're taking care of somebody like that, an elderly parent, XYZ, and you are ignoring yourself. Maybe you are getting your basic needs done and you're eating and drinking, but it is trash or it is 
not um, serving you, but that's all you have time for. It's all you have the money for, whatever the case may be. And something happens to you, say you have a sentinel event, go in the hospital, you get hit by car, things like that. And now you're in the ICU. Now you can't care for that loved one because of the your state. And, and if you don't have anybody else in your life or if it costs other money or if there's just things aren't in place, um, it just, it makes everything harder, right? And then you've got recovery and all that other stuff or heaven forbid, you know, they pass away. And now that other person is left to systems that are in place that are not great, you know? So it it really goes back to that is a, a worst case scenario. Uh, even the small case scenarios of just like, breaking a toe and then you're laid up and you're struggling through that um, can really make a, a big mental toll and physical toll and really affect a lot of places in your life. And so taking care of yourself um, is more than just that basic need as a human to uh, do what's required to keep us alive. And so what are some of the self-care things that we could do that aren't going to cost money or take us away from our needs that can help with the with the mental load, that can help with the physical load, that can help with our own health and all these things. That's kind of what we're going to dive into a little bit today. And hopefully I've, I've already done a good job kind of debunking uh, this term that's being thrown around that can seem kind of like, ugh, you know, yucky. And so taking care of yourself can be very simple. There was a while that it seemed like self-care was being thrown around as going to get a pedicure or going to get a massage or going on a girl's trip. And all of that sounds lovely, but it costs money. It's expensive. It takes you away from things. Sometimes it's a hardship to have to go off and do that. And so it doesn't have to be that direction and that um, that serious of a, a transaction, right? It can be very, very simple. And starting with just getting outside in the sunshine for five minutes, you can bring your loved one with you. You can, you know, do this with your kids, like whatever the case may be, getting out into the sunshine has physical, actual physical, um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, it, it has a physical reaction in your body to release chemicals and just instantly boost your mood and help with your circulation and get some of that vitamin D in. Um, I had read a statistic somewhere recently about vitamin D and how, um, I don't know, I'm not going to say the number, but it was well over half of the population, um, suffers from vitamin D and that really has to do with absorption, but that can lead to depression and it can lead to all these other things. So getting a little bit of sunshine is an act of self-care and, you can double duty it. You get your kids out to the park and you're enjoying the sun as much as they're enjoying the park. And so that's a very simple thing you can do. You can go on a walk and that's something that you can bring uh, people with you on. Um, it's not going to be as easy if say you have somebody in your house that's on like a ventilator and you can't go on a walk. But if you do have the ability to have a little bit of time to yourself, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes, maybe a nurse comes by or maybe a family member comes to sit with them or, or things like that, get like a nice little walk-in and, and move your body. And 
uh, there's a lot of studies that show that just being in nature for any amount of time um, will have an effect on, again, those hormone releases in your body. And, uh, and of course, exercise is going to release endorphins and it's going to be good for preventing health complications for yourself. And exercise is just always going to be something you're going to hear for the rest of your life. So if you're sitting there and you're an exercise hater, I'm sorry, it's not going away. <laughs> so let's find a way that you can enjoy it. But exercise doesn't have to be at a gym. It doesn't have to be outside or in a garage. You could be in your living room. There are apps and all kinds of information pages out there that you can find that are exercises from a desk, from your couch, on the floor. I think I saw an ad on Instagram for like the lazy girl workout and she's doing it in her bed. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do these days that is going to be beneficial on multiple fronts. And so find something that you enjoy that makes sense to you that you can, that you can do. And so moving on to other things that uh, take care of your body, right? So Sometimes showering or bathing is a quick, quick thing because you can't be away from a newborn for too long. You know, you've got to quickly get through that shower. Well, finding little hacks that aren't maybe a full shower that can give you, you know, a hygiene experience or, you know, just more of a relaxing experience can be helpful. And it could be emptying out a toy tub that's like, plastic or whatever. I'm filling it up with water and, and soaking your feet and legs in it, right? That's something you could do. That's, that's, uh, you know, the worst that could happen, the baby or the family member needs you and you have, you end up trickling water on the floor, like just set down some towels in case. So that's something that you can do that can be very relaxing, throw in some Epsom salts, some essential oils, things like that. And just kind of have one of those, uh, moments. You can also, you know, like have a face mask on and, and it, do house chores and things like that, or, or run around with a face mask. And that can be very relaxing and um, have a nice little effect or, or give yourself like a hair mask or a deep conditioning, you, things like that, that um, don't take a lot of time. And you don't have to do all of them in one sitting, you can do them little bits here and there. Um, it can seem kind of like a, a funny thing to do. But even with like, painting your nails. If you're like, this relaxes me, it feels really good. Just commit to doing two nails at a time and get through it in an entire day, right? So if you are a right-handed person, get a couple done on your on your left hand. And, and so you can still use the hand because a couple of fingers are not dry or are dry. And then you have your full other hand. So thinking in this kind of a different paradigm of where can I get in little bits of self-care, little bits of um, joy, music, music is always going to be nice for stimulating your entire brain. And you can dance through, you know, chores and things with your kids or your loved ones, just dancing. That's a form of exercise. And that's going to uh, really help bring laughter about. It's going to help uh, with the mood of the entire house and, and um, kind of getting in some fresh air. And along that lines, if you are cooped up in home or in an office, make sure that you are getting some circulation, getting some of that fresh outdoor air to come through your home. Not only is it going to be good for clearing out any sort of, uh, you know, disease, bacteria, toxins in the air, but it's also going to just help boost that mood with that natural, um, like air that comes through with any sense and sounds, hearing the birds chirping or, or, um, smelling any local flowers, things like that are all really great for you. Um, and so some of these things are, are just 
so simple and easy. And I think um, I can't move on without talking about laughter. And so when you're in a position where it's it's sad and it's hard and maybe somebody's on hospice or maybe, you know, there's there they just had something awful happen to them and you're taking care of them. Um, there's nothing wrong with being happy and laughing during those times as needed. Um, you're, you're not disrespecting anybody by the human nature of laughing. And it's, of course, you know, you're laughing at, at good things, not at the horrible situations. Like if you've ever been in an ER or somewhere where something is, is really hard for you, but you're seeing the staff laugh, that's because they have to, you know, it's, it's, um, hopefully nobody's ever laughing at anybody in a malicious way, but it's laughter brings out good endorphins and, 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 um, can have such a healing effect. So whatever can bring you some of that comfort, it could be watching a nostalgic movie from your childhood or turning on a comedy central special or watching funny cat videos. All of that stuff is going to release some dopamine. And so if you can remember this acronym, um, hopefully all of these, uh, these um, hormones are ones that you've heard of before, but it's DOSE, D-O-S-E. So it's dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. These are the happy hormones. These are the ones that are going to um, help with recovery and help keep you in more of that good brainwave state, things like that. So what can bring you dopamine? You know, some silly little videos. What can bring you oxytocin? And that that's human touch. Like you could go and grab and cuddle with your animal or go cuddle with a baby, cuddle with a loved one. If you hug somebody for, I think it's like 20 or 40 seconds, it releases so much of that um, uh, oxytocin into your body. And then serotonin is is something that uh, people lack in a lot, but you can increase that from the walks and from the sunshine and all of those things. And so if you are concerned about, you know, serotonin, talk to your doc- doctor, that one's a little bit more of a medical thing, you know, SSRIs and things like that. Um, but final one is endorphins and that's with movement and, um, you know, chocolate and things like that. But I, I typically try not to um, steer self-care into like the reward zone of like desserts and things like that. But, you know, every once in a while, it's okay to really go out there and, um, and treat yourself to a nice dessert or something along those lines. So I hope this helped to understand more of what self-care is and what it isn't and how you can use it in your everyday life. And it may not be as an extreme or anything like that, but really try to work it into every single day. And if you need more ideas, I am full of them. I have so many different things that um, I could share with you all. So I hope that you take some time yourself today and get creative, even if it's just, you know, 30 seconds long. Maybe you can do 45 seconds tomorrow and keep on going. So good luck with that and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for more and leave a review. If you got something great out of today, please share with your family and friends. And as always, please remember to consult with your primary care provider if you have any questions or concerns. This podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.